a deadline. Hi there, and welcome to the Electric Vicuna podcast, original audio drama from 12 years of productions. I'm Jack Ward. We continue our trek through one of our signature series that defined the sound of EVP in the early days, The Deadline. You know, I love the idea of a narrator for an anthology series. I know it sounds old-fashioned, but I think the best anthology series always had a little setup and debrief at the end. This is why most of my series from The Shadowlands, Darker Musings, Wavefront, and The Deadline have always had their own narrators. I conceived of this voice modified narrator for The Deadline before I ever viewed the Saw movies. I saw him as a kind of strange audio voyeur listening on the phone lines as people told their awful secrets. For what reason? No one could tell. Tonight's show is a question that never gets answered, but the ride is all the fun in the world when we go clay pigeon shooting. Enjoy. to drop us off. Yeah. Uh, she certainly seemed reluctant to see us go. Well, not swimming for you. Been on this trail before? Nope. I try new ground every year. No point in tracking old game. Uh-huh. Thought you brought food? Some snacks. Some dried meals. But for the most part, we eat what we kill. Looks like an old pie. Might cross a game trail. Slow down a bit. These branches are hard. Ah, oh, just push right through. I'm grateful you asked me to come, Mr. Winden. We're in the offices. You rarely hunt with anybody. On special occasions, Andrew. Uh, here, call me Don. We're not boss and employee. Don's fine. Tired? We can take a break. I didn't say that. Oh, it's okay. We should go to higher ground first. You mean there's... Ah, yeah. We're in the lowlands. We've been going for like three hours. Oh, it's a touch murky. My feet are soaked. 
So, you think there's deer out here? Maybe. Early winter's the best time. Easy to see against the snow. How does that help us? Gonna snow tonight. Great. What's that? Great. Here, sit down. Try not to get wet. How long do you figure we'll hunt today? Oh, but another three hours. Then we'll need to set up camp. Can't wait to get one of those big ones in my sights. No, I bet you can't. <laughs> I missed something? I was just thinking. Yeah? Oh, nothing. No, what, what was it? Oh, uh, being here. It's one of those things, like drinking underage, you know? What do you mean? I mean, when you're underage, you drink because you can't have it. When you're old enough, it doesn't matter. Then you're in a relationship, and it's frowned on. You go to drink with the boys, and it's, I don't know, exciting again. <laughs> Forbidden fruit. Yeah, I, I guess it is. Ever feel like that? Pining for something because it's forbidden? Sure, I, I guess so. Why? Never mind. You rested? Sure, uh, ready anytime. Find something? Rub. Rub? Yeah. A deer will rub on a tree, rip off some bark to show its territory. Really? Cool. See the hair stuck in this tree here? He's tall. Yeah? Looks like we have an old timer. Shouldn't we look for tracks? I don't know. Maybe we should look for a younger stag. I guess you're right. I mean, let's find a deer a little more worth our time. What do you mean? Just, well, if he's old, he's slow. We should find a deer that's a challenge, right? What are, where are you going? Tracks. I thought we weren't going after. He's our deer. But you said he's old. He's our deer. Well, you're the boss. Damn right. We better camp. And cold. We've been tracking for hours. Can't see him in the twilight. Easier tomorrow, after the snow falls. You want to set up here, in that, what'd you call it, dark timber? Yeah. They bed down here. Protection from the elements. It'll keep us out of the worst of the wind. Close to the lake, isn't it? We're far enough in. Well, need to boil some water. There's a hatchet in my pack. We'll need lots of wood to get through the night. Right. 
What? Nothing, just thinking. If my dad could see me now. He'd be impressed. Yeah, he loved this stuff. Camping out, hunting. Said he was an Indian in another life. They probably love this stuff. Yeah. Different tribes have a lot in common. Like this native tradition about the winter spirit. Yeah? What's it about? Death. Yeah? Some engines call them Appalachian, the winter spirit. According to engine lore, when all things are in decline, when they're dying, the seasons work like that. Spring's birth, summer's growth. Winter's death. I get you. Now they honor death. We hide from it. They leave a sacrifice. Food and bowls. Appanachet passes them by. To save them from the winter spirit. Winter's always hungry, though. Devours everything in its pile. Land, animals, people. Great. You read a lot of that stuff? Summer come louder. Oh? Yeah, I read. You? No, well, sometimes. I find books the best chick magnet. Huh? What do you mean? Well, it's not a magic bullet. Maybe just Harry. Harry? Yeah, anywhere I go, I take Harry Potter. Try it sometime. Walk with a Harry Potter book. Really. No matter where I go, three or four university freshman women come up to talk to me. Tell me about when they finish the book, ask me how I like it. And the thing is, it's crap. Harry Potter is like a spoiled fish wrapped in a newspaper to me. To them, it's like catnip. I figure every guy needs to carry a Harry Potter book under his arm if he wants to score. You do? My wife likes that series. Well, I think that's enough. Let's get the lean-to, maybe. Lean-to? <laughs> I can't believe you did that. He didn't know what hit him. Genius. So that's how you got to the top. I run my company through a lot of hard work. Of course. Find the niche and fill it. That's the trick. I know. You don't keep your head low for 30 years and expect to be in management. I know that. Give me the bottle. I'm a problem solver. That's what the world needs. Yeah? Yeah. Most people fail because they don't have the guts to do what's hard. Yeah. I guess. You guess? Yeah. I mean, no. I mean... You got a house? No. Apartment downtown. Well, you should get a house. It's a good investment. When I bought my first house... We were in this neighborhood. With your wife? What? Your first house, with your wife. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, 
There was this dog in the neighborhood. Not your dog. Hell no. Some yappy little shepherd mongrel. Couple doors down. Everyone hated it. Hell, I think the owner hated the dog, too. <laughs> so, every night at about 11 o'clock, it would bark. It would go on for hours, howling at the moon or cats or something. Anyway, the neighborhood tried everything. It was a suburb. People had to work the next morning. They phoned the SBCA, but the owner denied that the dog was the problem. No one had the balls to do anything. And? So, I'm coming home late one night, and I'm filling the tank for the windshield wipers, and the damn dog starts barking. I can hear others shouting from their windows for the mutt to shut up. And then it hits me. What? Hey, pass the whiskey. Sure. So, sure. You know what it says on the label? Label? Yeah, of a windshield wiper bottle. It says, do not keep around animals. Extremely poisonous. Dogs can find the taste of antifreeze sweet. You didn't. Dogs stopped barking about three in the morning. Never barked again. Holy, do you even think? Never. That's the point. You got a problem, deal with it, and move on. You better go to sleep now. Tomorrow's a big day. Hey, wake up! Mm, what? It's 4.30. Frig, it's cold. Snow fell last night. Good thing you wrapped that ground cover over your sleeping bag. Yeah, thanks for the tip. Nice and crisp. We're going to get some good tracks before the morning sun melts you down. Chin's like an icicle. What about breakfast? Coffee's on. I fill the thermos. We'll eat after we check the run. Okay. Should have slept with my boots on. Laces are frozen. Here, take the rifle. Keep quiet behind me. Follow in the steps, and that should keep the noise to a minimum. Okay. Wouldn't want to scare the game away. Gotcha. Aren't we a little off the loggers trail? Yeah, not far. Just need to double back beyond the tree line. I'll check the top of the hill over there. Be right back. Okay.
It's freezing! Don't stand there, I'm freezing! Take it easy. I've got you. Jesus, your clothes are almost frozen hard already. Don't worry. I'll take you back to the camp. Bye. Just follow the tracks. You're a lot lighter than you think. What? You just... Was startled, that's all. Watching you thrash in the water. Who would have believed that the great Donald Winden tripped over his own two feet and fell into the lake? Not exactly the most poignant end of a Fortune 500 president's Andrew, life, is it? You, you. Better get a medal for this. No, thanks. If I let you perish out here in the snow, what would I say to your wife? You, you bastard! Wake up. Uh, where? The camp. I stoked the fire. You started to pass out. I thought you could use some coffee. Uh, nearly drowned me. Yes, the lake. Good thing I was there to pull you out. So, so damn cold. Well, you just sit there. Let me take care of everything. You'd like that, wouldn't you? What? Nothing. Pass the coffee. Here you go. You didn't heat it up at all. Uh, the fire's barely burning. I figured it's better not to burn up all that wood. Who knows when we're going to need it. I'm cold. Better conserve your strength. We've got a hunt after breakfast. I can't. The great Donald Winden tuckered out? I understand. You know, I've been hearing about these hunting trips for a long time. Gotta be hard to survive one of Don Winden's hunts. I just never thought it'd be like this. What, what? What do you mean? I mean, I'm out here with you, and at the first mishap, it's all over. I'm just a little surprised, that's all. Maybe I shouldn't have been. You know, office gossip. I'll start packing the camp. You rest. I'll go along the green road and flag someone down. I'll put a call in for your wife. No! What's that? No! We're close to the buck. There's still one game to be run down before we leave. Now that's the spirit. After all, when would a little snow slow down Don Winden? Upsy-daisy now. What are you doing? You're dozing off a bit. No time to sleep. Better to keep walking. I know your boots are wet, but they'll warm up soon enough while we're hunting. The coffee. You said it. It's too cold anyway. I'll stack some wood on the fire. Be nice and toasty when we get back. That is, if we're not already full. Full? Sure. It's tradition to drink the hot blood of your first kill, isn't it? I've got a yen for the taste of blood. How about you? Warm. Sure. Nice steaming hot mug of old dear heart blood should pick you up nice, Donald, old boy. Grab your rifle and lean on me. 
Jeez, your feet are like blocks of ice. Pick up the pace, Don. You're walking like you're half dead. Stop holding me in the back. You almost drifted off there. Your lungs sound like you're getting pneumonia. We should turn back. No shame in failing, Donald. Lots of people can't get it up. In their lives, that is. Can't quite measure up to others coming up right behind them. I said, stop poking me. Your rifle's loaded. Oh, give me some credit. I know when the safety is on. Then again, I don't remember if I put it on or off when we left. Relax, Donald. I'm joking. Used to like jokes. You're pretty pale now. Like the snow. I think... I think Apanashit agrees with you, Mr. Wyndham. Stop. Oh, no. We stopped twice and you almost fell asleep against the tree. I won't. Shut up. I found his tracks. We've been following them. We're downwind. Just shut up so you don't spook him. Downwind? Oh, I see him. Eating those leaves. He won't even hear me coming. Don't, don't ruin the shot. Don't worry, Donald. Just like the corporate world. Those with experience lead those with the killer instinct to the game. If it gives you any comfort, I couldn't have gotten here without you. You just lean against the tree and get your breath, old man. Leave this to... Got him! You see that, Donald? Right in the head. Beautiful. Dropped him like yesterday's news. I'll save you a taste. There you are. Quite the magnificent old goat, aren't you? Hmm. Not a lot of blood. Perfect shot, though. Hey! Mr. Winden! Donald! Right above the eye! How's that? Didn't see it coming, did you? <laughs> Now don't move. I've got a little present for you. Now the real question is, do I go up from under the ribcage or just between at the breastbone? Ask Donald. Ask Donald. He might want the kill for himself. Just get the legs out of the way. Nice size hooves. Hey, Mr. Winden! Hurry if you want to take... Donald! Donald, help the deer! Yes! You, you only stunned it! My stomach! Donald! I told you not to ruin the shot! A headshot's always risky! You ricocheted the bullet off its head! Stunned it! Lucky shot! For the deer, that is! Ooh! Looks like he got a piece of you. I'm bleeding. Yeah. Hope it didn't cut anything important. Looks like a bad gash through the stomach, though. Let's see. Looks like I got a heart shot. Don? It's okay. That's the kind of shot only wisdom and age can teach you.
Mr. Linden? Yes, Andrew. H help me up. Oh, I think you've helped yourself enough when it comes to me. Don't you, Andrew? I... I think it's about time you put down that rifle, Andrew. Put yours... Put yours down first. You're losing a whole lot of blood. I'm not planning to stay much longer, and you're not getting any warmer. Oh, I don't know. Kind of warm here by the deer. You seen the antlers? Yeah. Eight points. Yeah. <laughs> He's rare, all right. Uh, especially with this tine. Looks almost like a circle. You know, what they... Uh, deer antlers with unusual tines. Don't you? Andrew? Andrew! No. What do they ca call them, Donald? Oh, glad you're still with us. Don't want that gun going, going off prematurely. It's called a cheater. <laughs> Ironic, isn't it? I... I guess. Can... Can I ask you something, Andrew? Man to man. What? You weren't gonna help me back in the lake, were you? I did help. Help you, Donald. Oh, yes, you did. But you weren't. Not until you saw that I was gonna pull myself out anyway, all right? Thanks for that. It doesn't have... have to be like this, Don. I think I, I would prefer it if you uh, call me Mr. Winden. Yes, I guess. So, you're just gonna shoot? Uh, same reason you aren't. I'm not interested in dying. I think we both think we can wait the other out. Feeling t tired, t Mr. Wyndon? Oh, I'll be fine. You can take a nap if you like. Ooh, you're making a real mess of the snow. What's so funny? I'm just thinking. I wonder. Wonder what? Which one she's expecting to see. Oh, I know.
in your breakfast tray, Mrs. Wilkes. How are you feeling today? Oh, it's a beautiful day out there. Same as yesterday. Same as tomorrow. Oh, I love your view. You, you can even see Mrs. McTavish's garden. You remember Mrs. McTavish, right? She came to visit you yesterday. Let me roll that down a little and, and bring you up some more. Mrs. Wilkes, you moved your arm. Oh, that's wonderful. See, now you're getting better every day. Would you like some eggs? No? Mm, really? It's delicious. You should try some. Sausage is good, too. You know, you really get your money's worth from the kitchen here. Want some? No? Okay. Well, you insist. It has been a long night. I really couldn't begin to imagine what it's like. Well, I, for one, look forward to our time together. Because at home, you know, Charlie always says I talk too much. But you never say that. <laughs> I really appreciate it. What was I saying now? Oh, right, right. It's been, what, six months since, since the stroke and... Foxwood is the best retirement community money can buy. You know how hard it is just to work in a place like this? Huh. Of course you don't. You never worked a day in your life, did you, Mrs. Wilkes? <laughs> you would have considered it, what, beneath yourself? P p what? Are you talking? P p pedestrian. That's amazing, Mrs. Wilkes. Uh, do you want me to call someone? You're talking. Are you walking on the street? No, dear. Ped pedestrian. That's what I would ha have thought. Thought? Yes. You're right. I would have... I do find it pedestrian. This is amazing. I'll go get the doctor. No, no. Finish your breakfast first. You've earned it. Oh, but uh, I'm not hungry. Really? You've eaten most of it now. I couldn't eat anything before noon. Finish the orange juice at least. I hate waste. 
And you've been such a dear watching over me. Uh, I really couldn't. Drink the orange juice. All right, all right. Uh, and then I should call the desk nurse at least. Thank you. Don't worry. I've still got my emergency button right here, and, and I can press it just fine to get Marjorie. You're speaking so well. Uh, this is amazing. I've been talking for some time now, dear. But no one said. About a month now. I practice when no one is around. I don't want to be babbling like an idiot ar around others. I suppose that's the sin of pride, isn't it, dear? Uh, I I'm just happy that you're feeling so much better. Hmm. Uh, are you? Well, of course. Why wouldn't I be? Harder to steal from someone who's not infirmed. What? A stroke isn't Alzheimer's. I see you well enough. Oh, but I... Shh. Don't worry. I won't say anything. But... No, I promise. I mean, you've come in with that thug of a boyfriend. Who would believe an old woman recovering from a stroke anyway? Well, I never meant... Of course not. Who would have thought I'd recover anyway? Can't take it with me now, can I, Nan? No, you can't. But did you have to take my wedding ring, dear? I know my fingers were too swollen to wear it, but don't you think that was a bit much? I'm... I'm sorry. Eating my meals once in a while, leaving me a little too long in the tub. Not long enough to be negligent, but maybe just long enough. That's all perfectly understandable. I mean, what do they pay you anyway? Uh, I don't feel well. Sit down then, dear. I, I don't mind keeping you company for a bit. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. Trained myself to talk again. Did you know that all this money was mine, not my late husband's, not Sam's? Dear soul, didn't have the head for business. I... I... I uh, never let someone steal from me then. And it was so hard to see you steal from me. Now... You know what age gives that youth does not, Nan? Please. Help. Please. Patience, dear. See, youth worships at its own altar. I guess that's your sin of pride, isn't it? We're all proud. But, dear Nan, age has so many hidden benefits, like planning and Patience. I know you can hear me, Nan, although your heart's stopped. I know a little about the medicines I take. 
So quietly, I've been grinding up my cardiotonics. Yes, one look from your eyes, and I know you know. Orange juice hides a whole lot, and when you opened my curtains, I knew I had by chance overdose of cardiotonics. Won't leave a trace. Sometimes a 40-something woman can have a heart attack. It just happens. I mean, what were my options if I told someone? You'd simply find some way to finish me yourself. But I couldn't let you steal from me, could I? Oh, of course. I should call for the night nurse now. Maybe, maybe I'll start talking next week. You know how precious life is. A shock like this could be just what I needed. Just what I needed. Fiend of the Old starred Sheila Newell as Nan and Sheila Morrison as Mrs. Wilkes. This Deadline episode was written, directed, and post-produced by Jack J. Ward. Music composed and performed by Sharon B. This episode was recorded at the Sonic Temple in Halifax, Nova Scotia, in association with the Center of Arts and Technology. The Deadline Anthology is an Electric Vicuna production. Deadline short this evening was entitled Fiend to the Old, and a little play on the words for the colloquialism of pneumonia. My sister is an emergency ward nurse. <laughs> ward. No pun intended, I assure you. I asked her what kind of medicine you could give someone to kill them and leave no trace. Without a hesitation, she said cardiotonics. Used inappropriately, you could get a heart attack and no one would know. The fact that it came so quickly to her unnerved me, and I haven't asked her any medical questions since. The main feature tonight, Clay Pigeon Shooting starred Finley Hilchie in his first performance, and the incredible Dick Circum, who is a legend around Halifax for his work in the theatre. Next week, we continue in the world of the deadline with a feature starring David Alt and John Bell called Coach Number Six, and a short which provides the darkest of issues, Choice. Until then, I'm Jack Ward. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you back here on the EVP Podcast. Good night.
This has been an Electric Vicuna production. <laughs>